Welcome back to Booze and Buffy, a podcast where we are watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel one by one. We will be spoiler free of details from future episodes, but we will have full spoilers on for all the episodes that we've talked about before. I'm Jason, and I'm here to wrap up a four-part storyline. Mm-hmm. I'm Harrison, and I am decidedly less horny this week than I was <laughs> last week. Although but still, still a little <laughs> horny. <laughs> Jason, what episode are we watching today? Harrison, we are watching Angel, Season 1, Episode 19, Sanctuary. This is the one where Lee has a neck brace on for the whole episode. <laughs> face other stuff happens too uh we, we uh just a few things yeah yeah you know like we, we get another slayer coming to town i wonder who it could be <laughs> kendra <laughs> like Aww. the beyonce meme but kendra r.i.p r.i.p kendra um yeah it's really pretty disposable episode you could just totally toss this one in the trash <laughs> and not miss anything <laughs> Um, Sanctuary was written by Tim Minear and the show's creator and was directed by Michael Lang. It originally aired on May 2nd, 2000. Jason, what are we drinking this week? Uh, we are drinking a wine that was given to you by Grace, mm-hmm. a previous guest on the show, and it is a Jacob's Creek Classic Cabernet Sauvignon. Thank you for tor- for turning that bottle so I could see the label. <laughs> yeah, this is a birthday present uh, from yeah from Grace. We 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 got together this weekend for my bir- my birthday. So yeah, happy birthday. A little belated to Harrison. I'm like shimmying at my mic. I hope you all feel the pure, raw sexual energy coming off of me. Harrison is 29 years old. Yes. One more year until death. Um, As he talks to a (laughs) 31-year-old. And I'm married to a 34-year-old. You know what? Actually, I, uh, I, I, I kid, obviously, but I'm quite looking forward to my 30s. I... You know, minus a global pandemic, my 30s have been okay. A toast, Jason? A toast. Oh, man, two toasts in a row for this guy. Um, Let's see. I toasted Kentucky Shakespeare last week. (laughs) Um, You know what? Happy birthday, Harrison. Thanks. I'll go with the obvious one. I was hoping you would. Here's to you and this wonderful thing that you have made, and I'm happy to be a part of. Aw, thanks. Oh, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Thank Very you, Grace. Classic Cabernet. Yeah. Um, before we get into this episode, I want to rewind us a few weeks to New Moon Rising and our discussion of like coming out and all that. Uh, and we listed some media that we thought had like really good coming out scenes. Um, in particular, like the reaction of the person coming out. And I just want to add one to that list okay. that I hadn't seen at that point, but I literally watched today was uh, this uh, the episode in Supergirl where Alex Danvers... Played uh, by Shia Lee. Uh, yes. Uh, she or comes Lee. out... Shia Lee. One of those sounds probably right. Um, but she... Part of her arc this season, I mean, season two, has been um, figuring out her sexuality 
and she comes out to Kara. And Kara's reaction at first, not great. She 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 kind of panics. But then they have this really beautiful scene later on in the episode where Kara comes to talk to her and um, they do this really, really cool thing with like Kara's arc throughout the series where she talks about like growing up, she had this like big secret and it was everyone had to keep Kara's secret and that kind of left no space for Alex mm-hmm. and like um, to figure out her own stuff because everything was about Kara for obvious reasons. She is an alien. Um, but it was just the level of self-reflection that Kara was able to do. And she even has a line where she says, she like the first thing she says is, I am sorry that I didn't create an environment where you felt safe to, to, to come out to me. Um, it was just really powerful stuff. Uh, wonderfully acted by uh, uh, Melissa Miss, Benoist. Yeah, Melissa Benoist and uh, Miss Laird Lyerly. Um, uh, so uh, I just wanted to throw that out there because I, I was just, I've kind of been thinking about it all day because it was a really good scene. Yeah, I remember um, this is like one of the last episodes that I saw before I stopped watching the Arrowverse just because it was getting to be too much. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's a commitment. No, I, I remember thinking that, oh, you know, that seemed, that seems really nice. And then I saw on Twitter, like, this outpouring of love from uh, a lot of the queer community mm-hmm. about, about how much they love that storyline. Yeah, it was really, it was really well handled. And, um, and uh, Shyler Lee, Shyler, is that? I think so, Okay. Yeah. Um, she, last year, actually came out as a member of the LGBT community. Um, she, she hasn't specified any sort of labels, but, okay for her. Um, but she cited that storyline um, as helping her work through her her own baggage. Mm-hmm. So I just, that is the power of art. Yep. So speaking of art, let's talk about Sanctuary. sanctuary. Uh, well, <laughs> we are uh, starting off in Angel's apartment. Uh, Angel and Faith are both soaking wet because, you know, they were out in the rain. Sorry, my instinct when you said that was about to be like hot, hot, hot. But no, actually, very yeah, no, yeah. nothing hot happening. You here. know what? How about like I give you a signal when it's okay to say hot, hot, hot. Good idea. Good uh, idea. <laughs> this will be the only episode where that rule will apply because I can't stop Harrison most of the time. I feel like there will be a couple others where we might we might instate that rule. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Faith and Angel really don't say too much to each other. Um, cause you know, Faith is still kind of in shock with just, you know, coming to terms with the fact that she wants to die. Um, and so Angel just escorts her to bed, like, does the, uh, double blanket because one blanket won't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, as, um, as Angel's walking away, Faith, uh, is like angel and then like comes at him with a knife and uh turns out that that was just a little murderous flash in mm-hmm. faith so faith is not in a great place right now yeah it's a really cool parallel from uh who are you where she has the same moment with willow mm-hmm. um and it's it's cool because it it's the same trick but when we come back to Faith, it's a completely different, like, 
in Who Are You, when we go back to Faith in Buffy's body, it's like, it's very much of a, this is what I really want to do, but I can't right now because I can't blow my cover. Whereas this, when we come back to Faith, it's a, this is my instinct and that horrifies me. Yeah. Um, I liked that a lot. Mm -hmm. Very much, very much awareness of Faith's journey. Yeah. Um, The next morning, Wesley comes in and uh, Cordelia informs him that uh, Faith is still downstairs and uh, Wesley's not in a good mood. I wonder why. Yeah. (laughs) What could have happened to Wesley? And uh, when Angel comes up to get some donuts, because, you know, he wants donut like he wants to give Faith some donuts because he doesn't actually have any food downstairs (laughs) except for his blood. Uh, and but, we saw how well it went when he gave someone his blood recently. Yeah. Oof. yeah. Anyway, um, so Wesley is very pissed because mm-hmm. he um, he's hoping that uh, Faith is bound and gagged downstairs. And uh, that's not the case. And... Uh, at this point he's kind of lecturing angel like okay i know we didn't uh i know we said wouldn't turn her into the police because the police wouldn't be able to handle a slayer but she's an animal and she needs to be put down and yeah wow wesley uh but uh angel is basically like uh no Mm -hmm. you need to calm your ass down and uh that causes Wesley to just, like, storm out. Yeah. This is... We've talked before about how this show and Buffy are typically, dead man's party aside, really good about these sort of, like, intergroup fights about um, really understanding where everyone's coming from. And I think this is... I mean, yeah, if I were Wesley, I'd probably be saying the same shit. Like... And Angel even says, like, you were, uh, like, just a couple hours ago, you were advocating for, like, rehabilitation for her. And he says... A couple hours ago, I hadn't been tortured. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, I agree with Angel. I'm on Angel's side on this, on this matter. But I have a hard time, like, faulting Wesley for, for any of his reactions. And faulting another character for one of her reactions, yeah. for some of her reactions... But we'll get to her in a little bit. You know who has the best reaction, though? Cordelia. Cordelia. (laughs) Yep. Cordelia, uh, after Wesley angrily leaves, uh, Cordelia needs uh, Angel to sign some stuff. Angel's basically trying to explain, hey, I need to give her a second chance. This is about saving somebody's soul. And uh, Cordelia's just like, yep, yep, Mm -hmm. yep. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and then when he's done, he realizes that he's signed a whole bunch of checks over to Cordelia because she is taking personal vacation because she does not want to be in the same building as a rogue slayer. She's out for the rest of the episode. Yeah, she's <laughs> gone. Uh- <laughs> Puts on her glasses and leaves. It is, you know, obviously we love Cordy. This is a pro-Cordy podcast. Um I don't blame her, one. It also makes sense to write Cordy basically out of this episode of all of the characters uh, who are 
important in this episode. Um, Angel, Wesley, and Buffy, all of them have significant personal ties to Faith Mm -hmm. that um, Cordelia just just doesn't. Um, And I think when you add on the stuff with Kate um, and the stuff with Wolfram and Hart and the stuff with the Watcher's Council, all of which also tie directly in with what's going on with Faith, I think having Cordy in there just, it's... Too, there's not there's it, I feel too like, messy. I, yeah, I feel like no offense to um no offense to uh Cordelia and Charisma Carpenter, but I feel like that character would have only been used to make a couple jokes yeah. here or there. And they would have felt really out of place, mm-hmm. I think. And uh I yeah, I think having Cordy just sit most of this episode out, except for this like very delightful scene here at the beginning, is smart. Um and it, it makes me yeah. think of um it makes me think of that episode of How I Met Your Mother, where Barney tells like the nasty joke, yep. and Lily just leaves, and they're like, "Oh, and we didn't see her for what five weeks or something." Yep. And it was because uh, Allison Hannigan had to go have a baby. Yep. <laughs> um, do you know what the joke is? No, I don't think I. I don't remember. So, well, they don't. Okay. They don't. You don't hear the joke, but um, it's a the creators of the show have revealed like what joke they had in mind of what it and it's a pretty common joke it's um what's the difference between uh peanut butter and jam what i can't peanut butter my dick down your throat (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's that's a nice like classic joke (laughs) i like it (laughs) um um uh and uh, you know substitute dick cock you know whatever vulgar word for penis you want but yeah i can't peanut butter my cock down here (laughs) anyway (laughs) but uh i was gonna say something about cordelia and i think i just forgot it oh she leaves yeah um i one thing i do want to note though is uh um wesley said to Cordelia earlier before Angel came upstairs, um, he was sorry that he let things get so out of hand. And that kind of tracks for um, what Wesley was feeling the last episode and Mm -hmm. what he really has to start dealing with in this episode. And that's that he sees himself as responsible for all of this. Mm. And he's not responsible for all of this. He's responsible for some of this. Yeah, he does. I mean, he he yeah, he does need to deal with the fact that he has. I mean, yeah, he some he like he sees he sees um the mark that was left from Faith's elbow on Cordy's face, <laughs> and he just flat out says "bitch." So hey, um, Cordy, at first, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> um, and he's like, "Oh, not you, obviously." But uh, speaking of our intrepid detective, Kate Lockley, mm-hmm. let's go to a crime scene, a.k.a. this guy's apartment, uh, that in addition to this guy having gotten the shit kicked out of him and mugged, uh, he's also, his house is now a complete wreck. And, uh, and yeah, and then we have this scene where there's this detective that walks in. He's obviously the detective for the case. He sees Kate there, and he's like, hey, this isn't your case. And um, he's like, oh, I know why you're here, though. Like, there's rumors that the person behind all this, this girl, she's, uh, she's like, supernatural and stuff. And then he, um, 
and uh yeah and kate's just like uh and kate's just like um yeah so and he's like oh you're not turning to scully on us are you and uh yeah he is wrong about this which kate does point out he was making a reference to the x-files mm-hmm. in which uh for those of you who don't know what the x-files are it is a store it is a uh, television series starring two agents uh fox Mulder and dana scully two fbi agents hot. uh and they this have is an appropriate to... time to say hot yeah well i mean you're you're also in love with jillian anderson oh my gosh <laughs> i listen david duchovny <laughs> no slouch in the looks department i'm happy to be the meat in that x-file sandwich <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this... uh what was it oh yes um Mulder, uh, agents Mulder and Scully investigate paranormal uh, happenings, mm-hmm. and uh, Mulder is very much a believer in basically every single fringe theory you can think of. From uh, most, most notably extraterrestrials, but also like occults and the occult and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dana Scully is a skilled, um, is a skilled doctor. Uh, I believe she. Is she a medical doctor? Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it's been awesome seeing the X Files. Uh, so for some reason, I'm the one who's explaining <laughs> all of this. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yes, uh, she is very much a skeptic, and Kate has to explain this to Detective Dummy, and uh, and he says, and he's like, what? And she's like, uh, Scully's the skeptic. Mulder's the one who wants to believe. He's like, isn't Scully the chick? Her uh, eye roll. Just, she doesn't say anything. Well, she just says yes, and you. What you can hear in that yes is, fucking men. <laughs> um, also, just a fun little thing about the X Files is, uh, that yes, that is their dynamic. He's the believer. She's the skeptic. Um, and in fact, in the in the pilot, she is assigned to the X Files. For that reason, she's actually they assign her to like debunk his work. Mm-hmm. Um, but Scully is also um, like uh, like a practicing Catholic, um, and Mulder is like not religious at all. Um, although there's implications that he's uh, that his family's Jewish, um, but it's never outright stated. But um, when the cases involve like some sort of religious aspect their roles like reverse um and those are always that's always really fun to because basically they they when they get into the arguments they she's like when scully's trying to get him on her side she's like you believe everything and he's like you don't believe anything like why so fun uh anyway what of a feeling that once we finish buffy and angel we're gonna do an x-files podcast oh i don't know about that that's <laughs> i mean buffy and angel's a commitment the x-files that's a commitment well, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> Buffy and Angel together, that's a uh, that's um that's like twelve that's seasons. Twelve seasons, okay. and X Files is uh, eight. Uh, eleven. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about the yeah. uh, the extra seasons. Yeah, so that's nine. Right. The original broadcast run was nine. Nine, yeah, nine, and then two revival seasons, uh, and plus uh, two films. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I do like this bit of like her explaining the X Files and him just being like, but. Scully girl, and we you do, girl. Yeah, and we do, we don't see this um, we don't see this guy anymore. So it seems like Kate just kind of swooped in and took over the case. Good for her. Yeah, it, I mean it's honestly for the better. Yeah, 
Um, you know, meme of meme of Lucille Bluth eating the cupcake. Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, but yeah, and uh, now we go back to Faith, who is uh, having some flashbacks to when she killed old Kathy loving Mr. Finch. R.I.P. Mr. Finch. Uh, we can never like we can never leave him alone. He's he's been fodder for this podcast for so long. Love him. Um, but uh, and uh, she also for Faith hears, too. Yeah, she also hears like the. Uh, if you all have been watching Buffy on Hulu, you probably remember every single previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer having Faith. You don't get it. You killed someone, <laughs> and Faith saying, "You don't get, get it. it. I, I don't, don't care." care. <laughs> God, that was like every episode of season three afterwards. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I want to give a shout out um, before we like, get into the meat of this scene. Um, to the makeup artists last week for five by five they did a really great job of giving her like these bags under her eyes like making her look really haggard and she still has that here but they've also like she's really really pale especially in that like first opening scene um but they just did a really good job of, and like uh, you know the cuts look really good like i'm looking at a young woman who's fucking gone through it Mm -hmm. um and so shout out to shout out to those those artists yeah um yeah faith is basically ready to leave um angel's place and just kind of go out into the darkness again uh and angel's like oh i asked you to like if you were gonna leave before and you did how'd that work out for you and uh then she like punches him and then says help me which that that's kind of the faith way. <laughs> and, is this the uh, same scene where she has the knife? Oh yes, can't for, can't skip that scene. Um, yeah, when Angel uh, walks in, you see Faith, and he says, "Faith, I want to help you." And you you're gonna have to do a couple things. First thing is give me the knife, and that's when the camera pans down. You see that she's holding a knife. Yeah. Uh, which she does hand over. Yeah. There's a tense little second where it looks like she might not, and some good horror movie music playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah, this is after uh, Angel attempts to bring her the donuts. Yes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then, um, then she's like kind of standing in front of the microwave and just kind of like looking out into the distance and asks uh angel how's this gonna work or how does this work (laughs) and that's when angel goes into like oh you know i can't really say it's gonna be tough it goes on and on about how how hard it's gonna be with this rehabilitation but all the themes of the show yeah but she's asking about the microwave because she wants to heat up one of those donuts (laughs) no she's making popcorn oh that's right excuse me the donut box is on top of the Mm -hmm. of the microwave uh, but yes, that is Wesley's popcorn, and uh, <laughs> yeah, because at first she's like, "Tell Cordelia, like, I'm sorry, I took her popcorn," and Wes or Angel's like, "Well, I think it's Wesley's actually." And then she's just like, "Oh, <laughs> then maybe we don't mention it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> talk about adding insult to injury. Am I right? <laughs> sorry, that's a very inappropriate joke for what is happening. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so and uh, Angel says like, "Hey, you know, maybe we." You can, like, say, 
that you can try to apologize to Wesley. And she's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Say, gee, I'm sorry I tortured you for a while. I was like, well, first get rid of the G. <laughs> no nonsense. Angel's no nonsense in this episode. Uh, I he's He is, and I love it. I also just want to say, just generally, Angel does, ev- with regards to Faith and what Faith needs, Angel does everything right in this episode. Um and it's like, thank God someone finally, like, is, is doing the right things to help this <laughs> well, woman. Well, again, he was trying to do the right thing back in season three it's of true. Buffy. Yeah. Then Wesley came and fucked it up. Yep. And it looks like he's going to fuck it up again. Yeah. But, uh... I also think Angel is... For... The, he is the only person who can help Faith. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the The hurt between her and Buffy is too deep. And too personal um, and in fact she does bring this up in this scene because mm-hmm. she uh because she starts um when when angel does bring up buffy she then says oh my gosh i did like so much terrible stuff to her like i she was the one person who tried to be my friend and then i screwed her and then screwed her boyfriend literally <laughs> and guess what guys Angel didn't exactly know that Buffy had the boyfriend. Yeah. I love that Angel at first is like, um, Faith, no, we never. And Faith just goes, no, not you, the new one. And <laughs> and then she's like, oh, shit, you didn't know. Yeah, because the last time we saw uh, Angel in Sunnydale was, was when pangs. Buffy. Yeah, it was Pangs when uh, Buffy and Riley were still kind of doing their whole little dance yeah um seems a while ago it does indeed (laughs) (laughs) we're not the same men we were uh but yeah and so but faith does say i'm sorry you didn't know and and angel takes the opportunity to be like well see you you just said you're sorry and there's this look on angel's face like oh god and of course angel does what he does best which is tamp those emotions down exactly just like a real man should (laughs) i'm trevor lock nice nice turn about a fair play uh but yeah let's let's look at wesley he is uh playing darts fucking killing it full ass bullseyes Actually, not when it, not his first shots. I don't know if you noticed the, uh, yeah, he wasn't really getting too close to it. Oh, I thought he, I thought he had a good centering. I guess I was not paying as close enough attention as I should have been. But, uh, but yes, he's approached by, um, three guys that look like they're from a British funhouse mirror. Um, and yeah, like all these guys are extremely unattractive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like they're all the Lee of this group. <laughs> Uh, I yes. feel like I've been really mean to that actor. <laughs> he's listening and he's like, I was just doing my job. Uh, but yeah, it's our it's our friends, the Watchers Council special wetworks guys. Special operations team. Don't oh. use wetworks. <laughs> That's what they called them. <laughs> they remember the scuba gear? <laughs> oh, but yeah, guys. they um they they sit Wesley down. And um, Weatherby, who's kind of the uh, head of this trio of assholes, um, looks at a no smoking sign and then decides to smoke a cigarette anyway. 
And I mean, if that didn't make you want to punch him right away, hang on. <laughs> they're just complete dicks to Wesley. They really are, except because they're basically using him mm-hmm. because they want to get access to Faith. They're hunting for Faith, and they offer Wesley the opportunity to get reinstated in the Watcher's Council if he helps them take down Faith. And for some reason, they hand, they hand him a folder that contains her picture for dramatic effect. <laughs> and like, you could have just said you're looking for the Rogue Slayer. Yeah. Everybody knows who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking for Faith, Rogue Slayer, you know, about this tall, dark hair. Says five by five a lot. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But yeah, so they end up showing him a syringe. And uh, if if Faith is injected with that, it'll sedate her. And they plan on bringing her back to England where they can rehabilitate her. Something tells me this rehabilitation is not going to be great. Oh, see, I don't even... I was under the impression... I I didn't think that they were ever... Oh, you thought they were just going to kill her? I think so. I think they were telling Wesley that because... I think they knew what the limit was going to be for him. Oh, I thought they were going to like take her back and just kind of like mentally reprogram her and turn her into a killing machine. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, if okay. they could do that to Slayers, I feel like they would. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a, also a very interesting... Either uh, option could have happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. These are not... The Watcher's Council, I don't know if you've noticed. Oh, not great guys. people. No. Um, but yeah, in the end, uh, Wesley... Patriarchal deci- motherfuckers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but the, in the end, Wesley decides to uh, go along with the plan and help them as long as... They don't hurt Angel. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them gives uh, gives Wesley a lot of shit, saying like, oh, you're working with a vampire. Oh, are you working you with punks. vampires now, you ponce? And <laughs> Wow. they. Ha- I'm sorry, these guys, their accents were broad. <laughs> like, <laughs> broad. Uh, but uh, but Wes- and Wesley, I do like what Wesley says. He says that um, I have fought more demons with this vampire than I ever did as a watcher. So, hey, guess what? Angel's doing some important shit. Mm-hmm. Let's, go to our, uh, let's go to our trio of LMs. Uh, we're back at Wolfram and Hart. And uh, um, Lila, who walks into Lindsay's office. I had Harrison pause the episode at this moment because Lila literally walks into Lindsay's office, grabs his scotch, Pours herself a glass, not Lindsay, and then just drinks the scotch while mm-hmm. she talks to Lindsay. She's drinking his own, his scotch. And I mean, I feel like any other person would walk in and basically pour two glasses. One for Lindsay, one for themselves. And might and, ask first. I mean, <laughs> but L- not Lila not, Morgan. No. Lila Morgan came in with a power move. And hot. There you go. <laughs> Lila Morgan very much uh, embodied Faith's uh, uh, philosophy of want, take, have. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, but, very uh, hot. Yeah. They, they both know that uh, they both know that Faith has failed to kill Angel and uh, she's currently with him. So they kind of assume that now they're teaming up. Uh, not the whole story, but um, it's also revealed that as I said at the top of the episode, Lee is also there. 
but remember that he got the shit kicked out yeah. of him by Faith, and uh, he's got a full-on neck brace. And, and great like, makeup work on him, Yeah, too. yeah, it's just like, I said we kill her! <laughs> this is um, also, it, what's interesting about this, too, is um, we, we're learning more about the dynamics of Wolfram and Hart, and Lindsay's basically like, you know we're kind of fucked right now. Um, they they're like they really weren't supposed to go after Angel. They just kind of did that on their own, and then they fucked it up real bad. And now they like, gave Faith half the money up front. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> half the money up front, and like oh, and now the their their mortal enemy, uh, from their perspective, has a Slayer on his side. So they're like, we got to take care of this before the senior partners hear about it, and. Who knows what'll happen? Now, I believe everything up to the po- up to this point in the episode is great. Then we get to this really kind of dumb decision on the part of Lindsay and Lila. Yeah, um, this this just seems so out of place. But they hire a demon uh, to take down Faith and Angel. You would think that this would be like some kind of like insanely powerful demon. It's yeah. not. It's just a bug person. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I'm not. No, opposed. Bug person looks really cool. Oh yeah, but it's so wrong for what this episode needs it to be. It's almost silly. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have minded this this demon if it were just like a mook in like another episode because I, I like the design. And I thought the prosthetic work was cool, but they needed to get like they needed to get some sort of demon that's like. An actual like, threat. Yeah, like the judge or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't need the demon to be an actual threat. Like, I'm fine with them, like, dispatching the demon they send after pretty easily because it's not the point. The other stuff around it is the point. But I need to... I need this demon to look like it could be a threat. Yeah, yeah. This... Like, it, it just seems so weird. And then... um Obviously, this demon fails. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here. And and uh, and Lindsay, Lila, and Lee are all looking at each other like, God, how could this have failed? That's strike two. I'm like, guys, I can't believe you thought this thing was going to win. Yep. Um, Lee has a great, like, a weird little monologue where he's like, like, we sent an assassin after Angel, and then we just sent an assassin after the assassin, and the assassin didn't assassinate the assassin. And Lila and Lindsay are looking at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that the show seems to know that Lee sucks. <laughs> and like, um... Clearly the inferior of the LMs. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, so let's go to Angel's apartment. Let's set up this scene mm-hmm. because Faith has her popcorn. She is watching. She's just kind of flipping through stuff on TV. Um, and, uh, she does, uh, she stops on a couple things like Superman cartoons. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the original Max Fleischer Superman cartoons. Nerd alert. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that I find I find that really funny because I had like a tape of those when I was a kid oh, and fun. watched it all the time. There's um I I saw a trailer for the Superman and Lois show, the new Superman uh Arrowverse show. And in the trailer, I think they they I think if I remember they show there's actually like a scene that I, I guess is like a flashback 
where he's wearing that costume design. Um, yeah, I need to get around to watching that show. Yeah. It's just, I know that, I know that it's like somewhat connected to the Arrowverse, not as much as the other shows mm-hmm. are. But I did read something that apparently like Diggle shows up recently. I love Diggle. He's, yeah, he's yeah, my favorite. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. David Ramsey's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. But anyway, this isn't about Superman. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I could talk a lot about Superman. I have done it before yep. when Harrison asked me about Kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> a lot of my Smallville watch has been me texting Jason like, "I need this explained to me," <laughs> and or. Holy shit, Lois and Clark kissed on the mouth! <laughs> on the mouth! Um, but yeah, uh, so Faith is watching TV, eating her popcorn, and uh, Angel is showering, but also constantly checking on her. So yes, we do get shirtless Angel. Permission to say hot? Permission granted. Hot! Not He's not just shirtless, buddy. He's wet. <laughs> You know who else is wet? He's dripping. He is d- dripping. <laughs> he's dripping. He's soaking wet. He's dripping. And that is something that he and I have in common. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> Pardon me while I take a sip of wine. Every time I hear the word wet in reference to like sexualness, so well spoken I am. Um, <laughs> I think of there's a line that I just love. From uh, an episode of Archer, where I can't even—I don't even remember the context, but Lana just says, "I am literally wet with jealousy." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not—it's oh, not related to what she said, but I think the thing that I—the Archer line that will never ever fail to make me laugh. Is when Pam holds up the staple gun at Archer, and Archer pulls out his real gun and says, Uh, uh, Pam, I will end you. (laughs) (laughs) That, you want to talk about power moves. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay, um. The news is on. Yes, uh, so, Faith sees that, um, there that uh the police are now actively looking for they put her picture on the news and everything and um angel hurries up and gets dressed because faith starts freaking out about it angel also notices that kate is the one who is in charge of the investigation Mm -hmm. angel puts that baggage aside (laughs) puts down those feelings the trevor lockley way (laughs) (laughs) and uh I, 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 you know, you say that, but I will say this is actually, I think, the the healthier version of Angel, like, stamping aside his feelings because he's not doing it because he needs to brood over them or because he just doesn't want to deal with he's them. He's got to focus on Faith. Yeah, he recognizes mm-hmm. that Faith is the priority. He's and... like, I'll deal with this when I have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Which uh, comes a little later in the episode. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> doesn't um, matter. But yes, uh, so he's trying to comfort her. However, let's have the bug person attack. I say bug person, I have no idea what the gender is of this bug person, or if their idea of gender is something completely different than what we're used to. No idea. Um, yeah, there's a there's a lesson in gender for you. Gender identity. Don't be speciesist what like about, Lila. Yeah, <laughs> what about this bug person? But yes, 
as we predicted, this bug person showed absolutely zero threat. And the Buffy Wiki does continue to call it a demon. It's a bug person. <laughs> I, I can't even call it a demon. But, uh, but yeah, Faith is able to kill it with a knife. Um, she's still very good with a knife. Uh, but she sees the blood on her hands and she gets she starts freaking out. So Angel, who unfortunately his shirt is still not all the way buttoned, does run over and try to comfort Faith by hugging her and holding her. Gosh, I hope no one walks in right now. Um, maybe a certain Slayer from Sunnydale. Maybe. That's right, guys. If if uh, if the advertising for the episode and the and the credit for Sarah Michelle Geller didn't give it away, uh, Buffy does in fact show up. I'm 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 pulling up YouTube right now to see. We are assuming that they advertise the fuck out of. Uh, out of SNG on the show. And you know what else I bet they advertised a, bit, a bunch of? Is the uh, the helicopter. Oh, yeah. Um, big flashy piece. Big flashy piece. Uh, Angel Sanctuary trailer. Perfect. Um, oh, I never turned the sound off on my laptop. Oops. Slayer versus Slayer. Oh. Okay, well... Um, Angel Sanctuary is apparently the name of a uh, of a Japanese uh, anime. Uh, Actually, when I was searching up this, like, searching this episode, it did say Sanctuary Anime. Um, so I might not actually be able to find this. I'm going to type in Angel of the Series. Let's try it this way. But yeah, um, if you guys came to this uh, hoping for the Angel Sanctuary Anime, sorry. <laughs> We don't know a thing about it. No, I can't find it. So, but I'm gonna, yeah, yeah I'm gonna assume uh, they. Yeah, let's just assume that they advertise the heck out of this. Yeah. But I... hey, I know that um, viewers were like really, really wanting to have this Buffy Faith confrontation. We just weren't gonna get it on Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's. Uh, I was surprised at how long it took Buffy to enter the episode. Um, I. Because it's, it's past the halfway mark. Yeah. Um, so I was, I don't know. I just, in my memory, she showed up sooner. Um, but yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, Buffy, yeah, flat out just ready to turn Faith into the police. And, uh, and yeah, she, um, she's ready to just like beat the shit out of Faith too. Uh, she's just like looking for a reason fortunately angel is there to yeah. you know stop her from doing that and uh and that's when uh buffy ends up hitting angel and um she like starts to go after faith and angel just like clocks her and uh yeah <laughs> and yeah and like the look on both of their faces, like both of them had their eyes wide, like holy crap, because uh, neither one of them were expecting that. Yeah. But she fucking attacked him. Yeah, like I, 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 I am not advocating. Yeah, you for all know any that sort we of are like... all vi- we are all against like... violence towards women, but Buzzy this... flat out punched him and was ready to go after Faith. Yeah, I mean this is 
I feel like a pretty clear case could be made for Angel's defending himself in this moment and trying to defend Faith. Um, and I do... <laughs> also, before this, oh, before this exchange of punches happened, I do want to say um, she does look at Angel and say, do you know what... Do you even know what she did to me? And Angel says, yes. yes. So we were wondering last week... Um, when Cordelia and Wesley were asking for details, uh, Angel just said like, oh, Wesley, uh, Giles just said, oh, it was rough. But Giles, in fact, told, I'm assuming it's either Giles or Faith. I was going to say, it could be yeah. Faith, but someone at some point filled in the gaps mm-hmm. for Angel. I, oh, that's actually would have been a really cool scene of of faith telling angel what she did i feel like it might they probably didn't do that because it would have come across as too much like too exposition yeah that was i mean granted this this obviously is drawing a lot from buffy Mm -hmm. but at the same time we're you're basically getting into summarizing a buffy episode but i love the idea of it like of a of it being like a confession Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think that would be difficult to write without coming across as just being exposition yeah um but yeah they yeah angel's trying to get buffy to see his point and understandably buffy i mean she's got her faith blinders on Mm -hmm. pretty hard and it's buffy is harsh i mean she comes in you know guns blazing ready to go ready to fucking throw down and it's like with wesley it's it's like I'm on Angel's side here, but I see where Buffy's coming from. Like, yeah, it's it's incredibly hard to defend somebody to their victim. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, and obviously Angel hasn't been hurt as much as Wesley or uh, Buffy have been by Faith, so it's easy for him to try to. It's easier yeah. for him. To try to like stand by her but mm-hmm. i mean this is kind of like the point of just trying to take the moral high ground even though yeah. wesley's like don't you dare try to take the moral high ground with me i'm like well somebody's got to wesley <laughs> yeah and it's not and not only is the hurt a little less personal for angel but it's also as we talked about pretty extensively in the flashbacks last week that angel better than anyone understands faith and, and Buffy even calls him out on it because she's like, I've never, she's like, oh yeah, I guess I don't, I can't, I, you know, you two have this bond because that I can't understand because I've never murdered anyone. Rude yeah. Buffy. Yeah. But it's also accurate. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a nasty way of putting it, but um, she also has, there's not a lot of comedy in this episode, but she has a great line where Angel's like, it's a cry for help. And... Buffy's like, a cry for help is when you yell, help, in a loud voice. So, uh, Faith does run upstairs in which she encounters Wesley. And, uh, we really don't know what's going to happen. Because Wesley does have the syringe. And he's like, oh, is Angel downstairs? And she's like, yeah. So, we kind of just, and that's kind of all we get, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, we go back downstairs. And Angel's obviously extremely sorry that he hit Buffy. And Buffy's like, I can't believe you hit me. And he's like, well, you hit me first. And, and in all stronger. fairness, you're stronger than me. 
but yeah, so... Um, and yeah, it was out of self-defense. But Wesley does come down with Faith and says... And reveals the like, oh, the council is coming for Faith. And uh, yeah, I... I couldn't lead them away. All I could do is trick them into thinking that mm-hmm. that you guys were that I was helping them get to faith. And uh, he shows them the syringe and everything. So uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, Wesley, you know, it may have seemed like a quick transition. Maybe hanging out with three British assholes does that mm-hmm. to you. You're like, oh wow, I don't want to be like these guys. Yeah. I also think because we see it with Buffy. Uh, on the roof when she's fighting to defend faith that this anger and this hurt and this betrayal that Buffy and Wesley both feel runs really deep, but not to their cores. Mm -hmm. And when the, when the, when the moment comes and they have to, they, you know, they have to, they're acting on instinct or, you know, that, they're 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 doing they they're coming down on the right thing. They're not happy about it. They're they're gonna we're dragging them there, kicking and screaming. But um, because at their cores, Buffy and Wesley are good people. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So uh, while Wesley and Angel try to get the uh, basically get a way ready for them to get out via the sewers. Uh, Buffy follows Faith up onto the roof, and then we get this scene, um, which, if you were just tuning in, you, you, you wouldn't be, uh, you wouldn't be blamed for thinking that this was an episode of Buffy. Yeah. (laughs) Because it really is, uh, Buffy and Faith, um, and they are, hey, on a roof again. Because that's always been a great place yep. for them to be. Which Faith shouts out. She's like, you're going to throw me off a roof? Yeah. And, again. Um, yeah. And and Faith is trying to... She does say she wants to try to make it better. This is when Buffy... Um, Buffy does have a line here that really gets me, though. It's like, oh, I've lost a lot of battles, but you're the first person who's made me feel like a victim. Mm-hmm. Not and, even Angelus. Yeah. Like... Which is kind of nuts. But, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you think of what faith did when she took her body um it's crazy but then that's finally when faith really finally stands up and starts defending herself um and maybe not i mean she's not making excuses she's just saying like hey this is my life like Mm -hmm. everything i do like shouts at me that like it's wrong and yet i still do it um i'm paraphrasing here (laughs) Uh, I don't know that whole uh, speech by heart, but, uh, but yeah. And they both kind of realize what shit they have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's when Buffy kind of first starts to see that, Hey, this isn't, this isn't a, this isn't as cut and dry as I want mm-hmm. it to be. Yeah. Um, and Wesley also uh, says when angels help, when Wesley's helping angel with the sewers, he, Angel does thank him, uh, but Wesley does say, I didn't do it for her. I'm doing it for you because I trust you. Yeah. So that's lovely, good. Lovely, lovely yeah. moment. There's a lot of these good small character moments in this episode. Um, and then we have the uh, the dumbass watchers uh, mm-hmm. come in and 
there's this really great part where uh one of the one of the guys shows up and starts shooting um on the roof and uh Wesley and Angel are like that sounded like it came from the roof and then some and then another one walks in and just starts shooting them yeah but uh Wesley like quickly dispatches him by throwing the syringe right at his neck hey darts yeah check off starts perfect 120 180 180 180 I I honestly have no idea how darts is scored I used to because we used to have a uh dartboard growing up and it was one that like it was like a digital one mm. that like would score for you oh, yeah, but I like I I figured out just like kind of watching it do it how it mm-hmm. worked but it's been so long look at you using your math skills <laughs> yeah but yeah um oh yeah so it's like Weatherby Collins and Smith of course um, <laughs> Weatherby <laughs> But yeah, uh, so uh, Weatherby goes down, um, and uh, and Buffy's able to take out uh, Collins, but then Smith comes in in a helicopter, and he's shooting from the helicopter. That helicopter was like three whole episodes budget. <laughs> hey, I mean they they had they had Buffy coming in. They had to make it big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of making it big. And also, cashing in on our Superman reference from earlier, Angel does, in fact, jump through the skylight and... Oh, yes. Permission? Yeah. Hot! (laughs) And uh, he's able to jump up and grab onto the helicopter and beat the shit out of the guy, uh, out of uh, Smith, asshole number three. Um, and, uh, And then I guess he's like, pilot, take us down. Yeah, um, gets inside the helicopter. Uh, yeah, so he does ask the helicopter pilot to take him down. Um, but uh, Buffy notices that Faith is gone, and now she's like, "Crap." Mm-hmm. Uh, she also knows that like when the helicopter lands, police are going to get there. Yes. And- oh, because uh, Lindsay, after their assassination attempt failed, basically went to Kate and was just like. This chick you're looking for, she's an angel's. I know you hate him because your dad's dead. Drove yeah. off the dead. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that's how we got there. Yep, Kate is a. Uh... Kate's got got a ta- a little bit of resentment. Hey, you know what? This is all about. This episode's all about <laughs> resentment and dealing with it. Yep. Um. So, uh, when the helicopter lands. Uh, Kate and the police surround it. She sees Angel and she's like, where is she? And Angel just doesn't say anything. And uh, she's like, all right, well, arrest him. So yeah, she's not, uh, she's not taking... Nope. Yeah, whatever feelings she had to... for Angel, not really there anymore. I was about to say, like, <laughs> I was just say, like, she's taking no prisoners, except that she is. Yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's literally, literally taking doing that. no prisoner. <laughs> Um, when Angel, or excuse me, uh, West dri- drives Buffy in Angel's car. Very interesting shot, by the way. Um, I don't think that was Sarah Michelle Gellar and, uh, and, um, Alexis Denisoff in that car until, until it parked and there was a new, <laughs> yeah. a new, a new cut. Um, also talk about an awkward car ride. 
Especially in LA. Like, you know that that was a good... You know there was traffic. 30, 40 minutes they were in that car. But yeah, uh, as they are... Um, as they they find... Um, I'm good. They find Angel being escorted by Kate to... Uh, to... Um, they find him being escorted to a cell in which Kate does say, Oh, you'll love the cell that we have planned for you, Angel. It's... It's got a great view of the east, so you get... It's facing east, so you got a great view of the sunrise in about four hours. And Buffy's like, wait a minute, who the hell are you? How do you know who he is? And she's like, who the hell are you? And, <laughs> and Angel says, she's no one. <laughs> Which I'm surprised that, like, isn't played for a bigger moment. But I'm glad it's not. I like that it's There's just... There's so much other stuff going on right yeah. now. Yeah. I like that it's but, there, but I but I'm glad we don't linger yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, let's let's look at how Kate is ready to let Angel die. Now, I don't know if like she's actually going to let him die or if this is just like kind of a threat to like, you know, Russell's hmm. jimmies or something, but I, I I like to think that she wants to, but logistically, I feel like she's probably like that'd be difficult to explain. You got some explaining to do, Detective Lockley. <laughs> um, so Detective Lockley, that prisoner you brought in last night, um, he's gone, but there's a big pile of dust <laughs> in his cell. Um, can you please come to my office and explain that? <laughs> I don't know why the police captain is doing this voice, but that's the voice I chose. And uh, but yeah, so. Um, this is when Buffy's like, no, don't, don't let her, don't take the fall for her. Don't let her get away with everything, which of course she's referring to Faith. That's when Angel notices that Faith is in the police station. She's been giving a statement and she walks up to Kate and says, hey, I'm ready to give a confession. So, yeah. So Faith is, Faith realizes this is like where she needs to be for right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, Yeah. Then we have the good old Buffy and Angel. We had, we had our Buffy and Faith scene. Now let's get our Buffy and Angel scene. Yeah. And Buffy does not come off well in no. this at all. Um, because Angel rightly points out that you came here looking for vengeance. She's like, I came here because I was worried about you. You were in danger. And he's like, I'm in danger every day. But there's a certain thing about this danger. And, mm -hmm. and he says, like, you wanted vengeance. She's like, I'm entitled to it. Ugh. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so interesting because it's... I, I'm going to say it's out of character for Buffy. But, and, but that sounds like a criticism. And it's not a criticism. I think it's deliberately out of character for Buffy because that's what Faith does to Buffy. Yeah. Is pushes Buffy to do things like gut faith. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that is pretty consistent that Buffy acts out of character when regards to faith, even before faith turned like, you know, in bad girls when they were, Buffy was kind of acting out. Yep. Um, it's faith brings that out in Buffy. And I think that's just another indication you know, like we said, that Faith may, is the only person who's ever made Buffy feel like a victim. I think part of that is because Buffy knows that she and Faith have a lot in common. Mm -hmm. And not just that they're slayers. Um, we, yeah. We've talked about how the wish illustrates it really well. 
that without Buffy's network of friends and and her mother, um, sh- she'd be just like Faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, and uh, and that's when Angel is like this. And that's when Angel says like Buffy, this isn't about you, and. That took her a while, Miss Protagonist of the <laughs> of the Parent TV show. Um, but uh, yeah, he says this is about saving someone's soul, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I guess I'm not a part of your club because, like you said, like you mentioned before, she's like, I haven't murdered anybody." Which very dick way of saying that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, that's great. Make like make light of their traumas. That that's fantastic. And then, um, but uh, yeah, an angel is basically just like telling her that she's wrong so she decides to go all in and say like oh by the way i'm with somebody now and uh yeah it's different than before because i trust him and uh yeah low fucking blow i mean you might as well have just kicked him in the nads buffy (laughs) like but fortunately angel is like yeah well you know what good for you guess what i can't move on but and i i I have to like it hurts me every time i see you and i don't get to share that with anybody and uh and then he's like get the fuck off of my show pretty much yeah no he (laughs) says he says like uh you can come like you came here for vengeance but you don't get to do that in my city Mm -hmm. it's I, i i mean this exchange is great but they're It's it works well for the characters, all that, all that, but it's also it feels like the show itself also saying like, "Hey, we're our own thing, mm-hmm. and yeah, we're we're gonna coexist, but yeah, we're gonna do shit our way, and it might not be the way Buffy the show and or Buffy the character does it. Um, so that's that's fun on a couple levels. It is, and uh, yeah, so. Um, she decides to walk away, but not before saying that Faith wins again. Um, She's got to get the last word in, don't you, Buffy? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, I mean, you all know how I feel about Angel, um, and how I'm usually on Angel's side. But I think it's easy for all of us to be on Angel's side because Buffy is very much in the wrong here, mm-hmm. and uh, and in in the end she kind of like goes for just the low blows because she has no footing yeah and Um, she's still operating out of this place of like extreme anger mm -hmm. and betrayal and hurt and yeah you don't make the best decisions when you're operating out of that space but uh wesley shows up and he's like and he's like are you okay and uh angel's like i probably better go after her um Hmm. so tune in next week (laughs) but uh but uh then wesley does say just so you know i think you did the right thing he's like oh what yelling at buffy's like no about faith and uh as wesley and angel talk about like what she needs going forward we do see the shot of faith in the jail cell and she's just kind of by herself yeah so that's and she seems peaceful Yes, um, or if not, if not peaceful, then at least kind of like, I, I don't know, it's like 
most people wouldn't consider a jail cell a better place. But in this case, yeah, it, it's kind of what she needs. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, you know, putting aside real life issues of uh, the prison industrial like industry and this all is of more that. Kind of talking about, um, yeah. It's her Th- owning is, up to her it's actions. Her, yeah, it's her owning up to her actions, and it's also her removing herself from this world where she is a very... She is viewed by many as either dangerous or mm-hmm. a valuable commodity because she's one of only two slayers. Yeah. So, um, again, people have like used her, and other people have come after her. So now she's like removing herself... She's removing herself from the narrative. <laughs> uh, but I... I mean, it might be a spoiler, but let's just say that Faith's story isn't done. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yep. Um, but this episode but th- is... This is a great place to leave Faith, though. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the only... It's the only satisfying to, way, in my opinion to end this four-part arc that we've had for Faith is her finally, finally um, owning up to what she's done and accepting the consequences. Because, like, yeah, I guess there could have been some sort of storyline where they... They manage like she. They manage to do magic that takes away her strength, or they give her what Giles was giving Buffy in mm-hmm. Helpless, and then they turn her over to the police that way. But that's just not as satisfying. It had to. It had to come from Faith. Yeah. And I mentioned and Angel even says like when Wes is like, "Oh, like you did the right thing." He's like, "That wasn't me. That was mm-hmm. Faith." I think he's selling himself a little bit short there. He he did a lot of work to help her get there. But yes, it was, it was Faith's decision. It was her choice. And he has a line earlier in the episode when she wants to leave. And he's like, "You, this is your choice. You have the choice. Um, and yeah, she makes it at the end. And, I, you know, I mentioned that uh, I think it was in 5 by 5 Well, it would have had to have been in 5 by 5 There's no other place I would have mentioned this. Um, that I actually... If, if we were going to separate it out, I, I prefer the angel side of this this arc. Um, the whole arc is just great. Um, and the Buffy episodes are very, very good, as we talked about ad nauseum on those episodes. But the angel side lets Faith really take center stage and lets Eliza Dushku really take center stage. In uh, this year's Girl, the action is largely around Buffy... Uh, Buffy's reactions to Faith waking up. It's not about Faith as much. Um, Who Are You is all about Faith, but it's mostly Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Um, These two episodes really, really let Eliza Dushku do it all. Mm -hmm. And she fucking delivers. Yeah, I I have to say, I think my favorite episode out of these four is probably Who Are You? Mm-hmm. Just because, uh, well, I did end up giving it a 5 out of 5 rating. But, uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. I think just... You knocked off half a star for the the Riley... Uh, if I remember correctly, for the Riley... Um, Faith and Riley sex weirdness. Oh, maybe I did. I think so. Maybe uh, not. But, but it's uh, still a great episode. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> regardless. Yeah, um, 
But I, I agree, like, as, as an arc, I think the angel half of this is overall more satisfying. It's just, um, like, uh, who are you is just, like, that was, like, another level mm-hmm. um, compared to most other Buffy episodes and angel episodes, for that matter. But, yeah, this is much more consistent. And, yes, Eliza Dushku does get to be the star, even though it seems like everything, seems like most of the stuff is almost reactionary towards her Mm -hmm. um but she is kind of like the thing that brings it all together yeah and just it's been so wonderful to see the the journey she goes through in this four-parter and also just throughout the third season Mm -hmm. um i've i mean there's a there's a reason um that faith is one of the most popular uh characters of of the buffy verse and she's one of the few characters who in my mind exists um as a character of both shows how do i explain this when i think of like characters like who appear on both shows like Mm -hmm. obviously there are some characters who only appear on buffy and some that only appear on angel but when i'm thinking of like like, in my mind, Cordelia is an angel character. Yeah. Um, Wesley is an angel character. Um, even though they um, they both premiered on Buffy. Um, I'm going to bleep this out in the edit, but... Faith is one of the few characters who doesn't get that distinction. I really do think, like, Faith and Angel are probably the only ones that that applies to. Yeah. I Even Angel, I kind of just consider an Angel character in, I, in my, in my just mean, ranking I'm of sorry. things. I'm Se- sorry. Season 2 kind of makes that. All right. That's fair. No, that's, that's an extreme. <laughs> I'm going to have point. to disagree with you on that one. <laughs> I, 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 I'll concede that point. Um, but yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Jason's talking about Season 2 again. <laughs> Get over it. I mean, it's a great season. Um, so, yeah. I like this episode a lot little bit of a misstep there with the bug person yeah um but i mean all of the emotional bits are hitting exactly the way they need to Um, it's a great it's a great way to wrap up most of the stuff we've we've got a couple of like things that we'll be taking care of next week yeah uh but uh yeah some tidying up yeah but most of the like all the faith stuff has from this season has wrapped up and uh and yeah it it did it happened very well so yeah four four and a half out of five um this is getting a half star because taken off because of that bug person (laughs) i mean it's just it, it was out of left field yeah like like in the fact that the fact that the lawyers who i consider at least two out of the three of them to be very smart thought that that would work and i'm just like wow yeah <laughs> you guys <laughs> like this wasn't like a like strike two's right you guys swung and missed yeah. um yeah it's a 4.5 out of 5 for me as well uh same same place i'm docking it which is frustrating because it really literally i think just a different demon design would have rectified that situation Mm -hmm. um because i see why that why that thread is there for the like for the plot because obviously that leads us to Lindsay getting kate involved 
getting the arrest like and also it sets up the scene for buffy to walk into yeah exactly yeah so it, it has purpose it just they just they made a bad choice in their demon that they hired um and designed although i would have loved to have seen that demon maybe in a different context um yeah also i didn't specify but i think everyone knows my gay agenda this week is shirtless wet angel um you know i i I, y'all probably figured that one out yeah i i mentioned how hot it was um but i didn't specify it as the gay agenda um i'm just seeing if there's any uh um any fun any fun trivia should have looked this up before but apparently they had less time with sarah michelle geller than they thought they would so mm. um maybe that's why she's only in like the second half of the episode uh it doesn't look like it 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 looks like they the only thing that it really the caused an issue was that they had they couldn't get her and the helicopter on like oh. at the same time so they had to do some some trickery it would have been the best birthday party ever <laughs> <laughs> But um, I've also heard, and I'm going to put a big old, let's all take a big old grain of salt because of how these rumors love to fly around. But I've heard that the reason that Cordelia exits the episode so early is because there was tension between uh, Charisma and Sarah. I don't know if I believe that, especially with what we've learned about how these sets were run. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say that if there was tension between the two of them, that maybe that tension wasn't created by the two of them. Yeah. It, it seems weird because like they, they both interacted a few times, at least in, uh, in, I will remember you. Yeah. So I, and then again, I don't really know what was happening in 1999 to exactly. 2000, so I don't know, like, if anything happened between I'll Remember You and, yeah. uh, and, and this episode. There was also just a lot of people at the time and kind of the, the reputation, I think, after a while, was that Sarah Michelle Gellar was difficult, mm-hmm. which of course... We all know what difficult means um, in uh, when referring to women. Uh, and I actually saw someone shared an interview with uh, Seth Green, who was t- from like around this time or um, talking about that and saying like that he was like, it's really unfair that people label her as difficult. She's super professional and also advocates for herself and for the crew. And like, so yeah we so love you SMG. we do and that's i think that's the thing when you when we hear these rumors of like oh these two actresses because it's always it's always the two women mm-hmm. who don't get along so also charisma carpenter and sarah michelle geller if you want to come to my birthday party you're invited <laughs> i mean there doesn't have to be a helicopter there if you don't want it to be but i mean <laughs> honestly if you guys came i would I would get a helicopter if you wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd find a way. Nice. Helicopters uh, find a way. Yeah, how about you take this up? Take us out of this before I start sounding too desperate. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. That was, that. you know, we're, we're coming in it shorter than I thought we would. I feel like we were a little more focused this week. We, um, well, we weren't calling everything hot. <laughs> well, it's true. Um, 
Thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. We'll be back next week with Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2, Episode 20, The Yoko Factor. Ooh, I wonder who that's referring to. Ooh, could it be? Who could it be now? It's the one where Yoko Ono is the musical guest star. <laughs> Actually, that would have been fucking cool if they'd gotten Yoko Ono to be like one of the bronze singers for an episode. I'm Jason. You can find me on Instagram at yamij357 and on Twitter at just plain old yamij. Mm-hmm. I'm Harrison. You can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman. I also write a blog where I write about a different horror movie every week. Um, this week, as I continue um, in preparation for next month, which is a Friday the 13th month, um, and continuing our countdown to Freddy vs. Jason, we've got uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street for The Dream Master. Um an underrated title in the in the franchise in in my opinion uh four and five don't have a lot of fans but i quite like them (laughs) uh you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at booze and buffy or you can email us at booze and buffy at gmail.com the and is spelled out a n d and don't forget to subscribe to us on apple Podcasts and rate and review us on apple podcast or your podcatcher of choice. I'm mad at Apple Podcasts right now because they did an update and the new format sucks. Hear that? Everybody hop onto Spotify. Also, please don't be mad at me, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> please don't take it on our podcast. Oh, Tim <laughs> Cook's coming after you. <laughs> Each week. I, sorry. My brain autocorrected Tim Cook to Tim Gunn. And I was like, what? <laughs> Tim Cook can be mad at me all he wants, but if Tim Gunn was mad at me, I would be so sad. I I very much appreciate that, man. Um, each week, we like to give a shout-out to a worthy charity or nonprofit. This week, we're highlighting the National Alliance on Mental Illness. The National Alliance on Mental Illness is the, is the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization dedicated to building better lives for the millions of Americans affected by mental illness. Visit www.n as in... Naomi, A M as in Matthew, I dot org for more information. Mm-hmm. And as always, go slay and be gay. Just like Alex Danvers, the only gay person in the world. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>